Is it? Nope. Oh, okay. I uh, wrong number. Wrong yeah. Skype number. Skype doesn't have numbers. It's the different Cameron Dewitt. Oh. It's mirror mirror goatee uh, evil Cameron Dewitt. Oh, yeah. From the evil space militarized police force or space uh. force, I guess you could call it. Yeah, not like our um, our, our this dimension's um, benevolent militarized <laughs> space force. <laughs> uh, space force, separate but equal from the Air Force. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't tell if that if if he's just using it as a racist dog whistle or if he's just like is uh, what's a what's a word just like. Just a big dummy who's Basically. heard that phrase before but doesn't but, know but what Plessy versus like Ferguson a is. Compelling <laughs> metaphor, like a, like a no face, just gobbling everything up and indiscriminately vomiting it out. Yeah, regardless of its actual meaning. Yeah, he's not uh, racist in any sort of like insidious or purposeful way. <laughs> just stupidly racist. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it could be both. Well, yeah. <laughs> Cool. He's not like Stephen Miller racist. He's <laughs> he's just enabling just, and doing everything Stephen Miller says. Yes. I hate that guy's band, you know. I I don't want to call him the Space <laughs> Cowboy, no matter how much he has a Space Force or whatever. Some people call me a, a white supremacist. <laughs> woo, woo. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Think Outside the Box Set. Hey, it's a podcast welcome, guys. About learning to appreciate. Pull up a chair. An artist back catalog. Have a beer. And I am Nathan Hunt. And I was and doing I'm an your intro. your most hospitable guest, I was Cameron DeWitt. Doing an intro a normal way for the first time in it's been dozens so of episodes. <laughs> I was just trying to be normal for once. And then we didn't. Let's get right into it. Let's get right into Tell it. Tell me about your mom. Tell, oh, whoa. Uh. She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She's a lady. <laughs> when I have an old friend over, that's the first thing I ask. Tell me about your mom. How's your mother? You're like you're like Mark Wahlberg talks to animals yeah. over here. Say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> Speaking of Mark Wahlberg, this is Tallahassee Payne. Is he from uh Tallahassee? No, he's from Boston, dude. Why are you saying Tallahassee then? I don't know, just making a segue. Right. In fact, the Wahlburger Brothers opened a shitty chain of burger joints up here in Boston called Wahlburgers. Oh, you, know they got, you know they got one down here too, right? I didn't know that. Fuck. Yeah, it's in, um, guess we're in Philly. This would be a town. fun, like, no. South well, Philly. Almost. Oh, no libs? Obviously no libs. What really? are you talking about? Why did you guess anything else? <laughs> well, I guess it would be no libs, It's huh? like in the... Uh, the piazza or whatever oh gross it could be in like some of the gentrifying areas of south philly no i feel like only the like been gentrified for 10 years places would open up a Wahlburgers. Uh, that's probably Wahlburgers. Wahlburgers isn't a a frontier burger joint Mm -hmm. (laughs) there's no they don't have a manifest destiny (laughs) no buffalo burgers (laughs) yeah they're, they're not uh pizza brain 
Oh, Pizza Brain. I have, I miss those guys. And Ice Cream Brain or whatever that else that place is called. <laughs> I forget what it's called. What was it called? Uh, ice Cream Brain. <laughs> no. Uh-uh. What is it really called? Little, little Babies. Little. Really? Yeah. Little, little Babies Ice Cream. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, free shout out, free advertising. If you live in Philly for You're Pizza Brain welcome. and Little Babies. <laughs> for all of our Philly listeners who don't know what Little Babies and Pizza Brain are. <laughs> Yeah, what are you doing, Philly listeners? Yeah. We have some Pennsylvania listeners that I know about, at least. Oh, yeah. We're only missing... Okay. I say as if I ever logged on to the Yeah. Website. What are you talking about? Once. Let's see. <laughs> yeah, we don't have a lot of listeners in Pennsylvania. It's probably just um, me and Becca. Yeah. My wife, mean Becca. My wife. Uh, uh, the only state we're missing, in fact, is North Dakota. So if any of you thinkers oh, wow. out there know anyone in North Dakota, anyone at all, please proselytize our show to them and get them please. to listen. Please get those Bismarckians. Then we'll have all 50 states. Got to catch them all. Yeah. Yeah. I did a, um, I did a crossover get up in the cool episode with this uh, other new old time, uh, old time music podcast. And we actually talked about, um, I think outside the box set a lot. So oh, I'm really? hoping that that'll convince some more get up in the cool listeners to, Ooh. to, to check it out. Very nice. Yeah. We'll see. Talking about how stupid it is and how dumb your idiot co-host is. Yeah. Mostly that. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that can be a draw. Great, except <laughs> sometimes people like to listen to dummies. It makes them feel better. They're imagine like, at least I'm smarter was, than this idiot. <laughs> imagine if it was get up in the cool, except for I had the same guest every week <laughs> and he was and he terrible did, at it and he never played any instruments. <laughs> <laughs> and only wanted to talk about poetry and then co- and complain about poetry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I like the sound of this show. Where can I sign up? <laughs> Wherever podcasts are found. Ah, pod snatchers. <laughs> okay, so Epiphany 2007? 2007. Epiphany. Epipen? Uh, this is Epiphany. T-Pain's second album. Yes. Yes, it is. Um, it's shorter. It's shorter. 56 minutes. Still 17 songs though. I don't think I liked it as well, but I think that maybe more of the songs are sort of deserving of track status. Maybe. Yeah. There's definitely fewer songs that sound like B sides. Right. I feel like there's a little more substance, but I, I wasn't as charmed by it, but I couldn't, it didn't feel as creative to me. Yeah. I think I liked the music better overall, but I liked T-Pain a lot less on this album yeah yeah he's very explicit about sex in this album he uses dirty words it's it's parental advisory yeah very Um, much so yeah and yeah it's interesting i don't know is it is it just me being puritanical is why i don't like it as much or is it just the the, i don't want to go there with t-pain specifically I think his go outlook, there with other people. I think his outlook is uh, not as enlightened as on his last album. It feels like more petty and more punching down. Like his first album felt like Man. he's celebrating being in love with a stripper. It doesn't bother him at all. Uh, you know, he's just like kind of celebratory and just like having a good right. time. And he's not really attacking anyone. And this one, he's just kind of like being shitty a little bit. It's more like I bragging. Agree. I don't know. I mean, it's it's not bad. It's not like awful and it's not a bad album it's just yeah. i don't like the character of t-pain on this one quite as well yeah 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 he seems a little more full of himself too yeah also and not just like 
confident. Yeah. There's um, a lot of guns on this album, which is not my favorite thing. Uh, lots oh, of yeah. like threatening people. And there's like this weird mid album song duo all about AIDS and HIV. And it ends up being very shaming of a woman sort of like slut shaming. He's like, yeah, this is your fault for contracting this virus. And now we're both going to die. Essentially. Yeah. So spoiler alert. Fuck that. Um, Oh, one bit of follow-up before we get into it. Last week, we talked about Ben Folds' cover of Bitches Ain't Shit. Oh, yeah. Which we hadn't, I mean, you hadn't listened to in a while. And I went and listened Thank to it you. for the first time. And I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Uh, ben Folds uses the N-word many, 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 many times. I mean, I'm sure it it's in the original, <laughs> but it's a white guy covering it. And he just decides to do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry if anyone went to go listen to that and then was totally triggered or very offended. I hadn't listened to it in a long time. I remember thinking that it was entertaining, but uh, that is long before I had um, hopefully more enlightened, the more enlightened views that I have now mm-hmm. and uh, and boundaries. Not that I would have covered Ben Folds covering that, but uh Yeah. I did a lot of searching to see if like people are like um uh pissed off about it and I couldn't find anything. That's um, weird. I wonder if it just It seems really weird. It came out in 2005, I think, so maybe it just predated internet. Right. Or But internet I culture. mean there's a lot of people talking about Ben Folds in general and like uh, ways that he's sort of problematic um but not not about that song. Um people talk That's about weird. His earlier work being like um, very um, patronizing to women and a lot of talking down and a lot of shaming and like uh, just um, in ironic in a very shithead kind of way and not a helpful way. Like the song Rock in the Suburbs. He's like, no one knows how hard it is to be to be white male middle class and white. Yeah, I believe that. Yeah. Yep. but uh which i think he's trying to do as a nod but it doesn't necessarily with like a wink but doesn't necessarily yeah (laughs) who cares (laughs) but um yeah so sorry about that i retract my statement it's not also i was reading so there's a lot of uh controversy about that song Mm-hmm. And like some people really dislike uh, the song "Bitches Ain't Shit" because oh, what um, could they possibly object, object right, to right, with right. a title like "Bitches Ain't Shit" and a yeah. chorus that says "Bitches Ain't Shit" but hoes and tricks? Right. What could they possibly object to? I I don't right. see it. So <laughs> all everything that could be wrong with that song aside, um, I did see an interesting article um, that was criticizing Ben Folds. The one thing I could find about that cover mm-hmm. is. Um, it was a it was an article I think on Slate just about um ironic covers, the white people doing ironic covers in general. Mm-hmm. Um and how it kind of like needs to stop and it's not cute or funny. Um I I think it it was a little more nuanced than that, but right. anyway, it's talking about Ben Fold's cover on that song and it's like, "Hey, you're making this sort of this punchline, but this is a song about um um the way that being incarcerated affects your ability to um, have a long-term relationship succeed. Really? Yeah. So that that's like, 
it's a uh, it's a character. It's basically all of those ICP that. songs <laughs> about wow. being in prison. <laughs> yeah. So there's another layer to that song that I didn't know about. Uh, apparently, yeah. Okay. I mean, I had never listened to the original. I just listened to Ben Folds, and I wasn't really listening to the lyrics other than the funny cusses and <laughs> the uh, you know and the the novelty of hearing uh, you know nerdy white boy um, Ben Folds sing this rap song. How hilarious! Um, Minstrel so. shows are great, you know. What I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, they're really, really cool. I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Never forgive you. Um, um, this this actually does remind me of this. Uh, so sometimes this. Well, maybe that one should have been more obvious at the time. It, I think it's it's a perpetual. Yes, I should have known better, and everyone should have known better for centuries. Okay. Mm-hmm. That being said, it is like a. Um, it is it is hard to like learn these lessons sometimes like i uh this video is being shown around on this uh facebook group called or a facebook page called dust to digital and they take um old old film and uh remaster it and then publish it mm-hmm. um and a lot of it's it's mostly music um so they took this video of this uh or this fr- i think from the 30s of this like old black man um playing playing the song on the banjo outside of this cabin and then um you know cutting to shots of like all of these like little black kids kind of in rags just like dancing around and um the grandma i think in the corner and uh when i first saw it i was like man this is an awesome video like he's such a good musician he's an amazing singer and um look at all these kids dancing around it's so cool that this video exists and then um my very good friend i unfortunately i didn't like or or share the video like (laughs) so many of my other white friends did um but um my friend jake uh who is black and plays old-time music he's like he shared the video and he's like hey uh shame on all my white friends who uh liked this without thinking about it and not realizing that this is obviously like a staged like propaganda like peace this is not authentic look at all these like clues this is like a minstrel song um that he's performing um look at the body language of all these people um like here's the people who published this this video or who who directed this video this is not field recordings this is a staged thing to like um exploit uh, black folks and make them appear um, weak and stupid and harmless and poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, <laughs> like I they got me again. You know, like um, I'm so predisposed to um, uh, to buy into these like narratives and to be entertained by um, yeah minstrelsy. Um, yeah, and it goes a lot deeper than um, than I thought. So anyway, that's me. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to get better. And hopefully next time that I think of a racist song, uh, I'll maybe say, I remember liking that a lot, but maybe, maybe it's not great. <laughs> and mm. then I'll, I'll think a little more critically before I just go recommend it or, uh, approve of it. Yeah. So one thing you've mentioned in this show before is a, uh, a podcast series called seeing white put yeah. out by the scene on radio show. So if, if yeah. you want to go find it in your podcatcher, search for scene on radio, 
S C E N E scene yeah. on radio. And it's a 14 part series where a white guy sort of confronts the history experience and construction of whiteness. And uh, I've listened to almost the entire thing now over the oh, past awesome. week or two. And it's really, really good. Yeah. It was so, so important for me, like just changing my posture it's hard for me to like remember all of the content and to communicate it eloquently. But I think the main thing that's done for me is just like change. Yeah. My posture when I'm thinking about race and how I'm talking about it with other people mm-hmm. um, and how I see it. So yeah, really helpful yeah. for me. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad you listened to it. It's yeah, also a really entertaining show. I use the word yeah. entertaining in the like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like haha fun, except yeah. for it is half. I mean, the guy is like a very charismatic guy and he's yeah. sort of the, this is a, he's sort of the perfect, like surrogate, cool, woke white guy. Yeah. That he's like self-deprecating just enough to be like charming and like, <laughs> it, yeah. And he's, all, he's not, he doesn't have any problem like calling out his own shortcomings and like owning up to yeah. them, which I really appreciate. But he's not like burdening you with his process or something like right. it's it's uh, it's it makes the the pills a lot easier to swallow. Yeah, because you get to sort of be in his in his uh, uh, in his perspective and sort of embody him as he talks with his like his like. In the podcast, it feels like it's his best friend, Chandrai Kumanika. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, who who really respects him and thinks that he's cool. And it's like this, like, kind of very clever way to make this show comfortable to listen to. Yeah. Because the content is so um, uh, deconstructing and painful to listen to as a white person. Yeah. I mean, they, so don't, like, they don't, like, shy away from tough lessons either, but they no. also, like... It's it's a very uh, neat thing that they do that makes it easy or not easy to listen to as a white person, but like palatable or not. That's not even a good word. But yeah, basically what you're saying, you're expressing it better than I am. Yeah, just say I agree, Cameron. I I agree, Cameron. <laughs> uh, yeah, cool show. It's kind of hard to find. Is it? Well, I mean, you have to go to scene on radio and then you have to search through the feed. Yeah, yeah, um, that's true. Like I've heard a lot of people, especially older folks, say like, ah, I can't find this show. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. scene on probably radio. Probably because, yeah. Yeah. Let's Maybe see. you'll link it in the doobly-doo. Oh, I probably will. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Maybe like the first episode. Okay, yeah. well, anything, <laughs> now that we've talked about this album so much, anything oh else, any more general thoughts before we get into the song discussions? Um, I didn't include that many musical examples. Yeah. Um, so yeah, there's a couple that I liked, but yeah, just nothing that caught my ear as much as the last album. So, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah. Would you uh, say that these songs are, um, overall have like a poppier structure than the last album? <sighs> the structure itself? Yeah. Like the song structures are more of pop song structures. Hmm. I don't remember the last album being not pop song structured. Okay. Um, I think that there's a lot. Le- I think the the musicality of the 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 rhythm of his of his delivery, whether it's singing and rapping, for the most part, isn't as interesting and as dynamic. Mm-hmm. Um, like he doesn't do as much like, you know varying of his like going really fast and then really slow i don't remember that at least in this in this album Mm. 
Although he does rap more in this album, and yeah, it's great. He raps a lot more. So I, I really uh, uh, like that. Yeah. So I hope to hear more of that. Yeah. Let's see. Did, did you did you feel like this was a, a popular album? I think it was more structure up, specifically. Upbeat. I think that was one thing that like made it sound popular. It sounded more like the entire album is more. I guess that's what we were talking about earlier. Like more like singles oriented. Mo- more of these songs feel like they could be played at clubs. Right. Um, yeah. There there's wasn't as much like nerdcore in it. Right. It was a little bit, but I I I did miss that the kind of quirkiness. His of his of, core of, of, of nerdery. Turnt Sanga. Rapaturnt Sanga. All right. Well, let's talk about the first song, which is called Tallahassee Love. Even though my pocket's getting fatter, I'm still getting Tallahassee Love, and that's all that matters. Jay Lyric, get I've been there, and I've been back, but something here always brings me back. So when I'm here, I get that Tallahassee Love. If you love me, then I love you. So, uh... He's still Jenny from the block. Used, <laughs> used to have a little. Now he has a lot. Don't be fooled by the rocks from. that he's got. Tallahassee. Yeah. He, uh, li- li- he literally opens this one with a Miriam Webster's Divine Epiphany as. <laughs> this is his toast to Tallahassee. Yeah. Or to Epiphany, yeah. rather. Yeah. I'll drop a sound sample in because I didn't pre-prepare one. Epiphany. E-P-I-P-H-A-N-Y Definition 1 The manifestation of a supernatural being Definition 2 A sudden moment of insight or revelation Marinate on that though So the the examples um, the, the manifestation of a supernatural being Or a sudden moment of insight or revelation Um... I didn't know that that first one was a definition of the word epiphany. I think it's only really used in like the Catholic is it Catholic Church? like calendar? It probably. I'm looking it up on uh, which dictionary is this? I don't know. Whatever dictionary is built into macOS. The manifestation of Christ to the Gentiles, as represented by the Magi, Matthew ah. two one through twelve. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Thanks, Magi's. <laughs> Um, so yeah, he's T-Pain's successful now, but he hasn't forgotten his roots. Um, but part of the roots is like a collection of, of haters, maybe people who were haters back then when he was struggling in Tallahassee, experiencing his, um, the, the pain from his namesake, um, the name pain, the name pain and Maybe also the haters who supported him, but maybe are jealous now. Um, yeah, it doesn't. So yeah, I feel like that's sort of a. It's sort of like a, a little bit of a King Kunta kind of thing. Like oh, that um, song's so much better. I love that song. It, it's way better. Yeah, but I don't think this is a. And I don't think. I think that's a. Uh, this is a common theme. Yeah, like I've found success, but I haven't forgotten where I'm come, where I came from. I ha- I haven't sold out. Mm-hmm. Um, a sort of wink, and uh, maybe a little fu, uh, lighthearted fu to the haters. Um, is he the supreme yeah. being, the manifestation of a supernatural being that he's talking about? Is is <sighs> that supposed to be a reference th- to him? I don't think he thinks that 
that he's a supreme being and i don't think that he thinks that in this i don't think the character of epiphany t-pain thinks that okay Hmm. um he does play a lot of different characters on this album yeah and in a way that's sort of similar to garf i guess (laughs) it's kind of hard to tell which of these characters is supposed to be basically t-pain himself and which is supposed to be like a pretty separate persona Right, and I have to wonder, like, so so many of these songs are about, like, just hooking up with, it's got to be different ladies. Yeah. Like, what <laughs> is know, his relationship like, with his wife like? Yeah. Do they have, like, do they have some thing? sort of arrangement? I don't know. Yeah. It's, it, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, I like this lyric. Um, Go ahead and put them two baby seats in my Escalade. It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so he's like, he he's sort of, um, he's saying I'm conventionally accessible, successful because I have this Escalade, uh, but also, you know, I have a family. So he, it's like, a, you know, I can have it all kind of thing. Yeah. It's kind of a, kind of a cool dad brag. Mm, dad brag. <laughs> uh. Yeah. All right, uh, should we go on to yeah, the yeah. next? Next one is called Church. Church. So T-Pain shares his testimony and talks about his pious love for the Lord and for the body of Christ. His no testimony pain. <laughs> testimony pain, again. Oh, uh, wait, on the other hand, it's actually a song where T-Pain threatens people for what seem to be pretty slight misdeeds, <laughs> and then he threatens to, quote-unquote, take their asses to church, which I, yeah. I wonder if that's like a funeral kind of thing. I don't know. Oh. Or if it's just like a uh, similar thing to taking someone to school. He's just being evangelistic, ah. sharing the good news. Evangelion. Go. Uh, when I was playing this song out loud earlier, Rachel said, this sounds like Outcast," and I have to agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it totally does. Um, and this is like contemporaneous with some of Outcast stuff, right? I don't know anything about Outcast. Oh, okay. Other than apparently there's 3,000 Andres in it. Yeah, it's the There's biggest just a, a band. Long list of yeah, it's the biggest Andres. band in the world. <laughs> there are three thousand and one mm. people in it. Uh, they they got together just to get that Guinness World Record. Yeah. Um. So this song, yeah, in the first verse, what happens? Shit, where is it? Oh, I gotta call up the lyrics. He was trying to enjoy his night, but you done came here. Yeah, what is up with that? He's it, you turned around the vibe that t-pain had yeah. and so t-pain done turned into a rude dude and he says why you had to fuck up the night <laughs> so it's you ain't doing nothing but running yo yap yap so and then he like threatens him and says or you i guess and talks about <laughs> he how he's got a gun he, um, he rhymes it with uh i am strapped strapped <laughs> yeah <laughs> yep yeah that is pretty good um and in the second verse t-pain is getting drunk in a park and doesn't like that someone is trying to sell drugs there. So I guess one kinds of drugs is okay, but other kinds isn't. 
Yeah. I guess illegal kinds. Also, he's running his pie hole. <laughs> gonna do something... Uh, gonna make me do something that'll get ice wool. Mm-hmm. Get your ice wool. It's probably genius. Yeah. It You're gonna make him do it. He doesn't want to, you know, but <sighs> it's really your fault. You made me make you have a have a black eye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I only do it because I love you. Yeah. <laughs> and then let us go to church. Why yes. You gotta fuck up the park. <laughs> I'm gonna put you. Uh, I'm gonna put you in the dark. Clap on. Clap off. That's weird. I don't think parks have the clapper. Yeah, they should usually <laughs> for like the streetlights. That would be much more convenient. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, then if you have a concert, people applauding, like there's going to be strobe lights, which is, that's actually pretty great. They should do that. And should we just go on the next one? Keep it rolling. Yeah. Fast pace. This one's called tipsy. tipsy. I don't approve of him trying to get this baby girl uh, giving her any amount of alcohol, but at least he's not trying to get her drunk. Yeah, I think babies should wait like 20, 21 years before they start drinking. Yeah. (laughs) Hilarious. Uh, I want some babysat for... Oh, I don't like uh, where this is going. (laughs) (laughs) How many babies Uh, did you get tipsy, Cameron? I was a manny. I was in a manual uh, for this child. And, um, he, so his dad came home. This is when I first moved to Philly. When we first moved to Philly, Uh um, when his dad came home, I had like made some tea or something. And I think I gave his son some like herbal tea or something. Cause maybe he was sick. I don't remember. Um, anyway, he said he kind of got panicked and he was like, you didn't put any honey in it. Did you? Um, because you're not supposed to give, you know, honey to kids until they're like a, a year old because of, I guess, botulism. There's like botulism spores in all honey. What? And like, um, I'd heard the thing but, about not giving honey to babies. I don't know. It's because botulism spores. I think it is botulism, but you're like immune to it after you're a year old because it's such trace what amounts. But fuck? when you're before, uh, when you're younger than a year um you can still get it so mm-hmm. it's really dangerous anyway so he was like you didn't do that did you and i was like no 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 i know about that um and he's like good and then like a a beat later he had already you know poured a beer um and uh he just like let his baby son just like like sip on the foam a tiny little <laughs> bit <laughs> of the beer it was I mean, does beer have botulism in it? No, it doesn't. It was just like a perfect like. Beer's safer than water, Cameron. You know you're not supposed to do this, right? And then like, (laughs) here, kid, have some beer. (laughs) It's literally safer than water. I mean, it'll it'll keep you from getting that cholera, you know? It's at least safer than uh, honey. Yeah. Beer is safer than honey. You heard it first here, folks. Yeah. So what's this song about besides giving babies honey? (laughs) So T-Pain... He doesn't want to get this girl drunk, um, but he does realize that in order for him to be a sexual conquistador and have sex with this woman, uh, she needs to at least be tipsy. So he's, he's got to get those to... beer goggles on. Yeah. Take his, <laughs> <laughs> take, 
take a sip of this, drink that. Now, don't it feel good, baby? Mm. Um, so Those lyrics yeah, make I, me very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a it's a little aggressive. Actually, T Pain's really aggressive, sexually aggressive in this album. And yeah, I don't like it. I had, yeah, I don't know because you know the the whole thing about like you know subs and doms and stuff like is that only okay in this very specific culture of um like with different like explicit consent rules or is there room for this for this kind of attitude in in dating outside of that you know what i mean yeah i guess like some people call it a kink and then it and then i guess it's okay but like in this he's not he's not doing it like it's a kink he's doing it like he's um uh objectifying women yeah it doesn't sound like he's role-playing so much as just doing right so i don't really know what the rules are for that um or whether that's okay or not but like he, he's yeah. there's a lot of like talking about like hurting bodies and stuff yeah and he just like the women are always the objects of these songs in ways that make yeah. me very uncomfortable like there's this line take a sip of this drink that which that makes me uncomfortable especially you know with like the whole like date rape and yeah. all that kind of stuff is like i don't like that um take a sip of this drink that i'm gonna put you on my hood baby which that just makes me think of like a hunter strapping down like a deer carcass right. that shot or something. like i don't i don't like that yeah the, the way he ta- he treats women and throughout a lot of this album is very like as an object yeah that being said like it's not like there's not women who i'm sure feel very empowered and feel very safe to you know to an extent like um going out to get a little tipsy and then have sex with someone you know like it's not like this is non-consensual necessarily yeah. you know like the and yeah i don't know the whole the whole issue of like respectability politics and how it intersects with um um consent and like especially like modern ideas of consent and you know, yeah. uh, is it gets a little confusing sometimes. So for, for me, I'm not saying there's blurred lines. Oh God. I'm not saying that <laughs> I'm saying that, um, uh, I hate these blurred lines. Okay. <laughs> I don't, <laughs> you know, you want it. Um, to discuss this a little more <laughs> that is that is what i want yes <laughs> continue uh yeah so i don't know if like is is there room for like is there structure for is it not misogyny anymore at a certain point you know what i mean is now the modern uh misogyny like um doing things non-consensually you know what i mean what but then there's the the other idea of don't have sex without enthusiastic consent like but i guess he wants this he's trying to get this woman to have enthusiastic consent i don't know he thinks the only way that she'll give it is if he gets her tipsy yeah but maybe like i I don't know like but women you know like people go out to to drink stuff and and then to let their guard down yeah i drank a beer to let my guard down tonight are you trying to get lucky with me (laughs) yeah podcast lucky (laughs) just trying to get tipsy enough to make say those good, good any beers. jokes that make sense or are good or funny um yeah i don't know it i feel like this 
I could totally get that if this song felt tongue in cheek. And it doesn't really feel that way to me for some reason. Like it doesn't, it doesn't read as, as, as if he's date raping her or if that she's not necessarily consenting. Uh, he yeah. says, I'm feeling like you feeling like showing me love and I'm here to get your rhythm right. Girl, go and grab it. Gather your crew because me and my N words make it do what it do. Uh, so there's like definitely an interchange. Now, what does that symbolize? <laughs> yeah, there's an interchange. So it's not like she <laughs> is not consenting necessarily, right. but the chorus just really like squicks me out. Like it's, I ain't trying to get you drunk. I'm just trying to get you tipsy enough. And I know that you wouldn't do what you do unless you get tipsy enough. In order for yeah. me to get you home in the back of my <laughs> brougham, I don't know if that's a car or what, I need you tipsy enough. And I know that you wouldn't be the freak that you are unless you're tipsy enough. Yeah. And that doesn't really feel like tongue in cheek or playful. It feels like pretty right. sincere. We kind of like predatory. Yeah. It, I don't know. I, I don't think it's necessarily clear cut, but I. It, all, all this song would need would just be like, hey, let's get tipsy. Yeah. That would make it so much better. You know, because like he's probably tipsy too. Yeah. You know, but it's and like, hey, let's get, mm. let's get tipsy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's get tipsy and see what happens. You know, that it's like we're doing this thing together. Yeah. And like maybe you'll get lucky with me. <laughs> like, yeah, maybe, that would probably be even more charming. You maybe know? that's what is like making me uncomfortable about this song. Is it? When you, it's playing into yeah. the gender roles of like um, hunter and hunted. Yeah. Ugh. And that's icky. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go on to the next song. It's called Show You How. I want to get to know her. And if I get a kiss to my crib, I'm going to sit her down and show her she can lay down and let me lay with you. If you stay around and I'm stay with you. So this, this is a mansplaining song. <laughs> it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> Let me mansplain it to our listeners. It, yeah. It's kind of troubling to me, this song. It's kind of patronizing. It's about his relationship with a woman. And for this woman, nobody is wanting to hit on her because they think she's a quote, ho. And T-Pain has the charming lines, but I don't think so. I'm going to tell you anyway, I can turn a hoe into a housewife any day. It can even go the other way around. That's because of the pimping from Teddy pender as down so that's his uh pun from the last album that we talked about and that's yeah. his uh nickname for himself i guess uh so eventually he says she can ignore all the haters because she has a place to quote lay down and t-pain will lay down with her ain't no way i'm leaving girl let's talk about it i'm gonna show you how to love somebody yeah so he has to teach her how to love because while she's not a hoe she doesn't know how to love i guess is some sort of my fair lady situation i don't it's definitely like pygmalion <laughs> like condescending mansplaining weird thing going on it's like a masculine fantasy of uh i almost said condensation <laughs> condescending yeah condensation yes um there's some like kind of fun deliveries here though like, yeah he uh, raps he raps and he raps well do you do you Good rapping. Are you familiar with the with the uh, the phrase "real rap," um, which just means like I resonate with what you're saying? I am not like, familiar with that phrase. No. 
Yeah, a lot of my students say that, and I really like it. I don't want to start saying it, though, because that'll be bad. But, like, I really like it. <laughs> Just, like, if you were to say something that I agreed with, I'd be like, real rap, real rap. <laughs> mm. I think it's a, it's a great thing to say. Oh, hang, anyway. hang on, hang on. Fucking asshole smoking outside my apartment again. He, he, like, smokes half a pack of cigarettes every night. Out of his asshole? That can't be good. If only it was out of his asshole, because then it wouldn't go into his lungs. Anyway, what were you saying? Yeah, go ahead. Real rap. Real rap. Anyway, you want to play this uh, sound sample? Yeah. Okay, so obviously the... The words he uses are like kind of a bummer, but that's a really fun musical moment. Mm-hmm. Like the dun da 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 da, and then um, the phrasing is really catchy. So I like his flow a lot. Yeah, and he mentions he's uh, he mentions Nappy Boy Queen. Not really sure what that means in that context, but T Pain for this album founded his own record label, Nappy Boy Records. Oh, very good. So I, I think he's he's still on friendly terms with Akon though. Because I think Akon's on this album at some point. Yeah, uh, yeah, he shows up. Yeah. Um, show you how. Yeah, well, that's pretty much all I got about this song. Any others? Yeah. Any no, other let's move on. Thoughts, that is? Next one is called I Got It. I have HIV. You mean to tell me that you have the HIV virus? Well. Well. It's just um, HIV right now. It's just HIV. I could um, eventually, you could eventually. Um, have a. So this is, uh, we talked about this earlier. It's a little skit conversation between uh, T-Pain and a lover. She finds out she has HIV, confesses it on the phone. Um, and, um, he definitely shames her a bit. He says something like, you know, what were you thinking? Um, yeah, but he ultimately agrees to stay with her. Yeah. Um, He ends up being kind of supportive. Yeah. So, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. I don't, I don't necessarily know how easy it is to get, I'm glad that I'm like in a relationship and I'm not like having sex with a bunch of people just because the idea of getting like, uh, in any STD life threatening or not is like so stressful to me. Mm. And like, there's gotta be all this like protocol for like, um, getting regularly checked, you know, checked out. And then like, um, I don't know, that sounds so stressful. And like, I, in the context of a relationship, um, I do appreciate that he isn't saying, how could you have sex with someone else? I do. I, I appreciate that he's saying like, why would you do that unprotected? You know? Yeah. Like, why didn't you like, why weren't you careful? And, um, like, you know, you could die. She does also point out that she says it was both of us. So I think it's, it's, there's a definitely an open possibility that maybe T-Pain is the one who contracted it initially and then passed it on to her. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I don't think that's out of the question because I don't know last time he got checked, you know? Right. Um, man, I don't know if the text supports that. I'm looking at this. When she says was, uh, it was both of what us? What was you thinking? Uh, I don't know. It was both of us. 
I mean, regardless, yeah, it's like I don't know. He his first like knee jerk reaction is to say, you know, "What was you thinking?" And yeah. then he kind of like gets on her case. Like she she has like a nervous laugh, and he says like, "And this is funny to you because." And then uh, then he ends up saying like, "You know what? I mean, we just got to do what we got to do. You know what? I love you, and we're just gonna make it work." Yeah. Yeah, I you know this is this is interesting. Um, I'm judging. I I think the temptation is to judge this differently because it's a skit in an album. Um, if I were to just like see this in a play, like in context, like if this was an actual play or a radio drama or something with actual characters, Mm -hmm. then it wouldn't be like, Oh, the author is trying to say something or make a statement. This is just about these characters and whatever statement is there is a lot more nuanced and like you're, yeah, engaging with these characters as opposed to some sort of like, you know, is T-Pain just being T-Pain in this or something um, or being self-righteous. Mm-hmm. Um, so like, yeah, but it's like uh, when you hear <laughs> when you hear a skit in an album like sandwiched by songs, it's it's sort of like out of context and it makes it feel like it's um, less nuanced or something. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't have that reaction. I I thought it was a really interesting scene, and I thought both the actors were acting really well. Yeah, I thought and I that found too. Kind of like strangely uh, affecting. Well, earlier on, you said, "Well, fuck that," about like him well, shaming her for getting AIDS. That's mostly in the next song. Sorry, HIV. Yeah. Is that in the next song? Yeah, it is. All right, and I guess that's the segue to the next song, which go. is called "Suicide." So after the supportive way in which T-Pain ended that last sketch skit scene, as it were, uh, T-Pain is being really, really shitty now. He's blaming this woman for contracting HIV slash AIDS and basically just slut shaming her. He says, and now I'm in a box with nothing around me because I found a girl that'll get on her knees at ease. And all the while I'm knowing that my homies will clown me because I fucked her and didn't have a rubber on me. So he's ba- he's slut shaming her, and then he basically just blames her for driving him to suicide, essentially, uh, which he does by drinking and doing drugs and then driving. So fuck that too, right? He, I'm trying to like see in this text where it's specifically where he's specifically shaming her. I found a girl that again on her knees at ease. Yeah, but like, is 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 he looking down at her like? for that or is he just saying like it sure sounds like it he's blaming her like that's the reason he says that he's basically being driven to suicide is because now he has hiv because she was a slut that's essentially like the math of this song all right i see what you mean yeah yeah when he's like obviously a a slut yeah yeah (laughs) i mean he i mean he does have like a little element of uh, self-reflection he says i fucked her i didn't have a rubber on me right so yeah yeah dro so, makes another appearance yeah as in the hy- hydroponically grown weed got that thing on me and a couple of kilos a bag of ecstasy and a pound of that dro a pound of dro Jesus that a lot? Christ, that is a lot 
And then he goes driving right after that. Yeah. <sighs> so hopefully he, he doesn't kill everyone first. I know, right? That's yeah. uh, super dangerous for everyone else. Yeah. Well, uh, this is obviously a character. Yeah, yeah. I don't think T Pain himself uh, committed suicide by driving drunk after getting HIV. <laughs> And this is the last episode of season four. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'd be curious to like why he wrote this song. Does he, did he have some, you know, some friends or know some people who contracted HIV and con- contemplated suicide? Yeah. It sort of reminds me of the uh, ICP style, like, hey, I'm just going to embody this character, but I don't necessarily have anything to say. Interesting. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like, what, if, what you guys, what if, what if this, though? <laughs> what if, uh, what if and, there was a guy who got HIV? Oh, yeah. isn't that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god such a fresh yeah. take yeah so yeah. i don't know i like the la la's it is catchy yeah yeah and and i think it is like affecting like this um i think the hook la 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 suicide is like a mm-hmm. kind of chilling and uh affecting hook mm-hmm. so i think it's i think that part's good at least that it feels sort of like eerie yeah yeah it does yep but overall not my favorite song let's go on to the next one it is called bartender she made us drinks to drink we drunk them got drunk i love that repetition in that line <laughs> i really think that's great yeah it's a, it's really good it sounds stupid when i'm just saying it but the way that he um that he delivers it is is like feels funny on purpose now that's real poetry yeah and then some more procedural stuff she gave me a wink i winked back and then i think that we hit it off something proper like I like the bartender. Yeah. So T-Pain is fresh from a relationship. So he hits a club. He's feeling uninspired by the women present. Um, uh, what does he say? Something like, oh yeah, 200 bitches and I'm betting ain't none of them hot. Mm. Except for this pretty young thing that was working on the way at the top, on the way at the top. Sh- Shouty, what is your name? Mm-hmm. My name is Mrs. Bartender. It's <laughs> my favorite um, Lil so Wayne they, song. Yeah. They have some promising flirty interactions and T-Pain thinks that they will have sex. And then I, I think do they not do. Believe they, do they end up having sex in this? Uh, I, I don't th- think they do. I think that he kind of skips forward. Yeah. Because in the second verse, he's, uh, he, like, she's letting him into the club for free. And then she's giving him free shots of Patron. It's kind of sweet. Yeah. So I, I think it like skips forward after they've consummated. Mm, no. I mean, I think they're just like flirty. Really? But he, yeah, he, he also says, got a brand new girl. So I'm feeling all good inside. All good inside. Feel like I feel like I. So he's saying he has a new relationship. Okay. But. I got the impression that he was just going to the bar with this other person and then flirting with the bar oh, okay. bartender when he's there. Yeah. Well, maybe that's not it. Well, near the end of the song, he does say, she gave me a wink. I winked back. And then I think that we're going to have fun at my spot tonight. 
Yeah. So I think, yeah, it's it's unclear the chronology of this song, but it doesn't really matter. Right. Right. Um, Akon shows up. Yeah, he does. He says um, this very funny line: "Put you on my billboard. We can act like the charts. I can end up on top." Uh, <laughs> oh, yep. Akon, very good. Um, I bet you're a good, as good at love making as you are at make at hits on making top of billboards at hits making. Yeah, the thing I appreciate about this song is that it. It could have very easily been Lady Zoo, the song. Lady Zoo, the song. Yeah, like it could have very easily reduced this woman to just the object of the song, but he also makes it clear that she's the one that initiates. Yeah, like yeah She's yeah. the one that starts winking at him. So that like mitigates, I think, the uncomfortableness that I could have felt about this song. Yeah, she she's empowered. Uh, she's not the um, the prey in the song. Yeah. So that's nice. <laughs> yeah, it just feels like a very equal thing where they like each other and then they have fun, yeah. and I like that. Yeah, I think that she thinks Nathan's I'm cool. Stamp of approval. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. He he talks a lot about his rims on this album, which is, did not age super well. I think. Yeah. <laughs> Got a brand new girl, so I'm feeling good inside. Feel like I put some brand new 24s on a brand new ride. Yeah. I don't even really know what that means. 24 inch rims look like. I mean, I know that's what the number refers to, but I don't really like. Is that when like the tires really small and like the rims are really big? Is that Uh, what that is? So I'm so I'm just so goddamn stupid about cars (laughs) and about any and about everything. I'm well, yeah. I I just I just spent eighty dollars to have my air conditioner fixed and he just turned the breaker off and then on again (laughs) (laughs) he's like give me your money (laughs) $80 please money please well you did earn this all right (laughs) yeah all right let's go on to the next song it's called backseat action All right, backseat action. T-Pain wants to have sex for once. But this time he (laughs) wants... He's an incel. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. He wants to lose his virginity. Uh, Punch that V-card on V-Day. But this time he wants to do it in the back of an automobile (laughs) while it's in traffic, I think. But after pulling over, I think, I guess, whatever. In like the the pull-out... <laughs> I see what you did there Ooh. in the pull out lane. Oh, that comes yes. up in another song. Um, he says, cause we done did every last one of your fantasies, but we ain't did nothing. I want to do cause we done yes. did it in the elevator. Been there, done that. Now it's time you do it my way. I know you want that. And pulling your hair won't even compare to what I'm about to do to you on this highway. Yeah. I'm going to do this sex to you. Yep. Yeah, it's a little bit ob- there's, there's some other funny um like prepositions like <laughs> a little later on concerning sex. Time to be doing sex at each other. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sex around you. <laughs> um 
Yeah, let's see. What was I going to say? Um, oh. Hey, he says, uh, working in the excursion, kissing in the expedition, like, yes, indeed. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're, he's apparently like halfway through. They get out of one car and go <laughs> in the other one. Um, and then right after that is probably the grossest line in any song I've ever heard in this context. Baby, it's all gravy. Uh, it's all good. <laughs> you've heard that phrase, though, right? It's all gravy? Yeah, I know. He's means like that he's like, I don't know, down for whatever. Is that what he's saying? It's all gravy it- means like it's all like bonus, basically. Oh. Yeah. All right. Um, and now we call it gravy. <laughs> and now we call it sex gravy. That's sex a little gravy. Philly. Another little Philly shout out. Well, Philly reference the Italian market. Italian market. Yeah. What a good place that I like. Um, oh, man. Yeah. You got to come back down to Philly so we can eat all of the cheese and talk to very, very <laughs> rude people. Yeah. Before we buy cheese. <laughs> I love the rude cheesemongers of Philadelphia. Yeah. Episode title. <laughs> Uh, the next lines <laughs> of this song are pretty bonkers because we're going to need to open up the back door and let your legs out or I'm going to put you right on the hood. So it's going to be very explicitly public uh, sexy times. He's a, what's the word for that? Exhibitionism. Exhibitionist. Yeah. 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 So I guess, I guess that <laughs> happens. Okay. Uh, and then uh, we got hmm? Uh, a female rapper yeah shauna shows up for a guest verse with two n's and guess what she's buddy guy's daughter who's that buddy guy is a blues musician he is uh he's a big big guy in like electric blues um hmm. yeah i think you recognize does him or he one also of his songs like or something. um does he also like it face down ass up <laughs> i can only assume <laughs> i mean how else do you think shauna came into being <laughs> that's how that works right I wouldn't know. I haven't had my V-Day yet. Um, Wikipedia does say of her, though, that she is known for her rapid-fire delivery and her sexually explicit image and lyrics, which that sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. Cloud it up, back it up. Driver's seat to the passenger. Yep. Back, back to the back, all in the act. Smack, 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 smack. 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 Shining like that good old kid, hands on the window, foot on the wheel, face in the seat, wait for the beat, rocking and rocking and making what it squeak. I can't imagine what's going on here. Face what? in the seat? Yeah, she's got her... Foot on the wheel? Well, her, her face is down, her ass is up, so the face is in the seat. Yeah, but where's T-Pain in all of this? Oh, I don't think he's involved. <laughs> she's just having a good time on her own. <laughs> She never she's says he's there. A, she's just taking a nap on the moon. Yeah. <laughs> Face down, ass up. That's the way I like to nap. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of do sometimes. That's a That can be a good position. It's like a baby style. <laughs> yeah. Baby. <laughs> Gross. Don't ever say the word phrase baby style ever again. Uh, why is this a, such a recurrent theme <laughs> in the show? It's like every baby episode. fetishism. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, it's almost as if one of us is hiding something. <laughs> I mean, should we go on to the next song? Put it down. Put it down. Not the song. That's the title of it. Put it down. Put it down. 
speed it up, baby, can't slow down now. Slow down now. Tell your closet freak she can come out now. Come out now. Why you think yeah. they call me Teddy Pinderas now? I know uh-huh. you didn't expect me to go alone. Now you know. From the top to the bottom, to the bottom. now that I got you, uh, almost this, 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 I really like that chorus musically, that like choir of T pains and that just like very yeah. earnest delivery. Yeah. <laughs> musically, I like it. Um, T pain will have sex with you. <laughs> Again? He's going to stick you. <laughs> like a little, like a little pig. <laughs> That's just what um, I like to hear. You're going to like it. That's what mm-hmm. this song is. Yep. Is there anything else to this song? He's just going to have sex with this woman. Uh He's going to he's going he's biting on on your belly button chain. Uh yep. Then he oh, says yeah. You about to receive some of that guitar tongue? What? It's hard and wooden and has like spiky metal bits and strings on it, I guess. No. <laughs> It makes musical um, noises, but it's electrified, pro- or maybe acoustic. <laughs> what else probably, does guitarist has? Probably the most explicit lyric I've ever heard. Oh, um, yep. in any song is "Baby Girl, Why Don't You Let a N Word Slide in Them Guts?" Oh, well, he My also little man want to hide in them guts. Yep, yep. He also has the lines trying to sit up in bed, trying to act all calm, acting like it ain't good, trying to hold that cum. So that's yeah. pretty explicit too. And later on, a few lines. That's the freaky shit I keep on skeeting shit that leave you leaking shit. Oh my god! So he's way into the cream pies. Yeah. So yeah, this is some of the most explicit lyrics I may have heard in any song ever. Yeah, I'm very aroused. Yep. <laughs> Just talking to you about it right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he does. He raps on this song more than that. Um, he does some sexy talking, yep. non rapping. What you doing? Take your pants off. Not that fast. <laughs> Not Do that it slower. Fast. <laughs> <laughs> slower. Yeah. So he has these kind of interesting meta lyrics. He says, Shoddy, I'm going to put it on you and make you think that you, the girl that I'd be singing all my songs to. Mm. So I, I can't tell if that's like self awareness or if it's just kind of emphasizing how he'll make her feel special. I don't know. Uh, how would it be self-aware? What do you mean? Um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't think of anything. <laughs> you just sort of, you just sort of bluffed there. No, <laughs> like I just you, like, you're oh. just like, yeah, that's meaningful. Maybe Cameron will start talking and then I can take a little nap. <laughs> <laughs> with my face down and ass up <laughs> baby style uh, no I, was, uh, like I had a thought naps. I had a thought there but to flesh it out would require enough mental energy I just don't want to do it All right. it's just not worth it it's not <laughs> interesting or funny let's um, move on Yeah, he gets braggy in this song but for now we could just sit and chill you never had love making like this for real ever ever yeah all of the sex has been imaginary. <laughs> uh, and I guess also this entire time he's been trying to get her to cheat because he says, you ain't got to worry about your man because I bet he can't do it like me. Nope. Nope. And there's no other reason for sex. <laughs> I mean, for uh, for being in a relationship other than who can sex you the best. Who can sex you better. Yep. It's a real 
competitive trials. Yeah. Gold medal of the boning. Yeah. Anything else for this song, or should we go on no, to um, yeah, H.G. Go Wells, on. The Time Machine? Yeah. <laughs> no matter how bad the weather, everything back there was just so better. I can dream, it's a simple thing. I'm building a time machine. This is such an ICP song. Yeah. Back, 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 back in time. <laughs> Cut your back off. Cut your back off. So this is a, this is a song about how T-Pain uh, accidentally goes into the future and fucks a Morlock. <laughs> <laughs> back in time, like scoliosis. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's got it's got a real simplistic, like childish outlook. Uh, basically, T-Pain just wants to build a time machine so he can go back to when he had a better life, when he knew who his friends were, or something. Which yeah. I guess is okay. Yeah, he's like disillusioned with the music biz and his rock star lifestyle. Yeah. And he misses, yeah, knowing, uh, knowing where he knowing. stood with his friends. Fuck. <laughs> he misses knowing where he stood with his friends and like having, I guess, romantic security. Yeah. So. Uh, speaking of back in time, there's some pretty dated lines about rims. And I didn't have to worry about what kind of car i got when i reside and i didn't have to have 22s 24s or 26s why are these dated do people not do nice rims anymore well they don't brag about them in songs anymore they don't get they don't get special rim jobs anymore uh, okay i recognize that the pun you made <laughs> what what are you talking about <laughs> you went there not me uh, that's your dirty brain oh oh no i did it um yeah yeah so it opens with these lines. Sucks to your ass to mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to your ATM. Uh, it opens with these lines. Tevinon, Petalophagus, from the planet Telugusa. Yeah. Or Telugusa or whatever. However you pronounce it. A little space opera exposition. Yeah. It's got these weird annotations in the genius where as someone said, T-Pain calls himself Tabanon Petalophagus from the planet Telugusa. Tabanon, standing for Teddy, Petalophagus for pain, and the planet Telugusa means ta- Tallahassee, his birthplace. I don't know where they're drawing that from, but sure. Yeah, it feels very Kurt Vonnegut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when Trump we get down to it, wouldn't the T be the same word? Because T-Pain stands for Tallahassee pain. Hmm. So you would say T-Pain from the planet T or Tallahassee pain from the planet Tallahassee. I don't know. It's yet another instance where science fiction just doesn't up, add nerd. up. <laughs> well, excuse me, the continuity of this doesn't add up. <laughs> See, when, uh, when Itchy strikes the ribs t- twice in succession, you can clearly hear two different tones. <laughs> the warp nacelles and the, the planet Petalophagus. Okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's definitely an ICP sounding line here. No matter how bad the weather, everything back then was just so better. Oof. Yeah. T-Pain. At least this song is short, though. Yeah, at least it's short. Uh, and he has yet more mystifying relationship stuff with his wife. And I didn't have to be forever surrounded by a million bitches. No matter how bad my life was, I still got love no matter how mad my wife was. Yeah. What? 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 Is he saying he got love from her? I guess? Yeah, I don't know. How do you stay faithful in a room full of hoes, Cameron? 
Um, yeah. <laughs> Should we just go on to the next better song? Yo stomach. Yo stomach. Hello. Yo stomach. does she have a six pack or a four pack i which is it i'm not sure but i wonder if the transformation from six pack to four pack has to do with her breasts i don't get it her bosoms why is that a four pack? No, it was a six pack. But if you don't take into consideration her cleavage, then it's it's a four pack of abs. Stop. Are you saying two of the two of two, the six pack two, are her two breasts? of the pack are her memories? <laughs> Absolutely not. Stop this. What? This doesn't make any sense. I didn't say it made sense. Yeah. I love the way you're, you're you're talking about boobs, but that is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, man, you sound you like my biology like teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Some people like thighs. Some people like, like backs. wings. Oh, backs. Oh. Some people like booty. Ah, uh, yeah. Um, but uh, some people like drumsticks. Ain't, no- ain't nothing more groovy than when that stu- stomach moving. Yeah, because I don't got nothing else to bust a nut on. Oh God, that's the weirdest. It's patently untrue, but yeah, that's what T Pain thinks, and that's why he's a, he's a tummy man. I get. Maybe he was just like he really misunderstood his sex ed class. Like yeah. you, you have to bust a nut on the stomach. Well, that's where the baby grows in the yeah. tummy. I mean, how you gotta fertilize it? Yeah. Oh God. The whole, this is such a weird song because it's like celebratory and like really body positive and stuff. Uh, but then he says it's because that's where he busts a nut. That's as if like, that's the only reason he cares about it. He's celebrating it, but that's the only reason. Yeah. It's the reason that I'm singing this song because that's where, (laughs) that's where it goes to make babies. Yeah. Uh, it's also kind of unclear, like how, toned he wants this stomach to be because he celebrates the four pack slash six pack uh, but then he also says them crunches just got me punching the wall and he says tight in the front fat in the back that's the way I like it so like does he want this to be a, a very toned stomach or what um yeah I, I don't really know I don't know what he wants he but wants a good tummy a place to bust a nut yeah <sighs> Tay Dism shows up. I love the way that guy shortens words. Uh, earlier, or the last album, we had his song where he talked about Nyak as short for cognac. And now he says, I got a bad little Roni and you already know. Yeah. I think that's short for like pepperoni and it's a reference to his wing wang. But I thought Roni. Okay, let's, he, let's put this to rest. Huh? Roni. Put his Roni to rest? Sounds yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah, it's getting hot in here. Bone crusher. Um, all right, I'm looking this up because I got to know. A girl who makes people smile and never fails to do so. Someone That's who fake. you can go to if feeling down. 
but also a Roni with two eyes is a great friend to people too. This is, sounds very fake. Like it's a team totally writer. fake. Yeah, a Roni can be random, funny, and very confusing sometimes. But the main thing is that you never need to worry because you always okay. have a Roni by your side. Here's an very example. Fake. Oh wow, see that Roni over there? Yeah, that girl is amazing. <laughs> I really look up to that Roni. It's very fake. <laughs> I think it is referring to a woman, though. Huh. Okay. Well, I guess I stand corrected. Oh. That's what, like, all of these say. Apparently, there's a song, Roni. Yeah, because he's saying, like, you know, in the in that first album, in one of the first songs, he says something about all my homies and even all my Ronies. Oh, here we go. Um, definition five from Urban Dictionary. However, the term is often used in hip-hop and is short for tenderoni, which is defined as a sweet girl. Tenderoni. Yeah. What kind of fucking Ned Flanders bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Toodly doodly, my tenderoni. Looking for some tenderonis with my homies. <laughs> <laughs> Indubitably. He doesn't say that. Yeah. Pretty, pretty weird. Not, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> so there, here's a lyric. Uh, she make me want to throw some D's on her. <laughs> is that what you do with uh, the D? <laughs> this is what I'm talking about, these prepositions. Is that, hmm, does that mean dildos in this instance? Just like th- <laughs> chucking them at her? It's like a, it's like a, one of those like fun Howard Stern games. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the dildo toss. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Uh, and then this is like another one of those um, kind of violent, sexy lines. Um, I should be paying money. So I don't know what that means. Um, and then I'm going to have her walking funny. Mm. So, but just back to back, just like, what's wait, hold on. What's going on here? Is this, a, is this actually a safe situation? No, he just, he just means that they're going to watch Monty Python together. And then she's going to do her award-winning <laughs> reenactment of, of the Ministry of Funny so, walks. walks. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be right. walking so funny. And then they're going to have sex. <laughs> well, if it comes to that, you know, whatever. He's a tummy man. The important thing um, is Monty Python. Tatism uh, brings back spr- uh, Sprung. She got me on that Sprung. Yeah. And uh, she not on that dumb. <laughs> is that the rhyme, really? It's <laughs> uh, a genius as it is. Yeah. Could be. I don't All know. Right. We have a couple more sound samples for this one. Next one, I forget what it is, but it goes like this. Oh, this is great. Yeah, that that little like modulation there is is probably one of my favorite like gospel chord progression like tricks. I don't even really know what it is, mm-hmm. but it's like really pretty. Where it kind of goes up and then back down. Mm-hmm. Um and then, uh, yeah, a little later, there's like a really cool chord progression. There it is again. Same one. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have you have you listened to much just like gospel music? Uh not for a while. No. I um for a while was kind of studying it because i was playing um playing piano in church and we were uh you know we we're trying to toe the line between not being appropriative but also not just 
playing like white hipster music. So mm-hmm. it's a funny thing at church, you know, it's like you want to make it a comfortable place for other people uh, than just white people, but you also don't want to like just appropriate music anyway. So that's always tricky. But because of that, I was trying to do my best to like really study like uh, gospel music and like learn tunes and try to do them justice. Um, and it's so good. Like a lot of modern gospel is just like, it's the best. Like I could even just ignore the words most of the time Mm -hmm. (laughs) because of how good it was, (laughs) which I appreciate it. Um, yeah. So anyway, I think that's, I think a lot of, there's like a lot of gospel isms in, uh, in this music, um, in general in T-Pain and that's. I'd be interested to like look more into the intersection of R and B and gospel music. Hmm. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Well, speaking yeah. of gospel, the next song is called Buy You a Drink, and it's the gospel you've been waiting for. Everyone knows this song, right? I think this is yeah. still T-Pain's biggest hit. And it's such a cool song musically. Yeah, there's uh, a lot more going on in it than I remembered. Uh, T-Pain's song has got it going on. Um, yeah, so, I mean, lyrically, it's basically just a come-on song. T-Pain wants to buy you a drink, and then he wants to have sex. And uh, for some reason, it has the words, It's uh, the title is Buy You a Drink, and then for some reason in parentheses shoddy snapping and i'm not really sure why um i think that's just a reference to a different song because for some reason this song has like a dozen references to other hits from other people yeah there's this whole part that kind of seems like a um hip-hop dance imperative (laughs) section (laughs) at the at the very end um where it's like uh well if we go to the end here um, let's get gone. Walk it out. Now walk it out. Think about it. Oh, snap. Now rock, 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 rock. You can do it all by yourself. Yeah. So it seems like there's some sort of dance that's supposed to go with it. I haven't well, seen the music. Video walk it out time. is a reference to another song. It is. That has the, the chorus like now walk it out, walk it out. Oh. You'd probably recognize it. A if you heard it. Song? No, 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 no. That's what I'm talking about. It's like this song refers to, you can go on, um, uh, Wikipedia and it it has a whole list of things that this song references we huh. have Walk It Out by Unk I think um, but yeah there's like a whole bunch of stuff on Wikipedia that you can look at I don't know why he does that but that he does it on this song and I think this is like so far the only song that he is quite so elusive on at least as far as I know yeah. and as far as the genius points out there's some uh, great uh, genius transcriptions. We in the bed like ooh ooh whoa ooh whoa whoa ooh ooh whoa. <laughs> I mean, clearly, yeah. <laughs> glad glad they took the time to, to, to decipher those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of things that have definitely aged well on this album, T Pain's got an Austin Powers reference, which definitely has aged well. He says "crunk juice bombs," which. And Oakley Shades, which I guess are both references that 
are very of its time. And he yeah. says, Shoddy got class. Oh, behave. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Um, and then a rapper named young jock shows up. Yeah. And he wants to spend $900 on Nyak. And he, he says, wants to play sports. You <laughs> get a scholarship. What? Cause he's a young jock. Uh, very good jokes. Uh, yeah, he says a certified dime piece deserve Louis one three, which genius points out is, or and the next line is one fifty a shot, three for you and three for me. Yeah. So. Whoa. Yeah, nine hundred dollars of nyak. Damn, must be really good. And then, and then they they do this weird thing. You were pointing out last album how coincidental it was that T Pain and his guest rapper just happened to have a thing for the same woman, but. Young Jock makes it clear that they're not combining Voltron like into the same person. They're <laughs> two clear, distinct people, uh, which is a bit weirder because he ends his verse saying, Passion fruit and sex all in the atmosphere. I'm going to let T Pain sing it so he can make it clear. And then we're going to make love to you <laughs> <laughs> together. Tag team it, you know? Back again. Like scoliosis. Um, you wanted a sound sample of the <laughs> ooh, ooh, whoa, ooh, ooh, whoa, ooh part. Oh, yeah. But the version of it that has a choir of tapains in the background. We in the bed like... <laughs> <laughs> Are you you okay? Yeah. Okay. Oh, sorry, I just um I got sick like early last week and I've been kind of coughing ever since. Aw, sorry, man. That's yeah. Sorry, you have to edit it out. I need to get a cough button at some point. It's fine. Yeah, it's uh your voice doesn't sound bad. For well, thank it. you. Yeah. <laughs> Nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, I just like those, uh, coral T-Pain moments. I think they're really nice. I like the, he's like a Brian, he's like an R&B Brian Wilson. Hmm. That's a good way to describe it. Yeah. Raves um. Cameron to it. <laughs> he okay. should put that on his, on the press, <laughs> press quotes on his website. His electronic press kit. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next song is called 69. Nice. T-Pain and the ghost of Jay Lyric uh, inhabiting his body uh, are driving to your place so you can hop in the Lincoln mm-hmm. and mutually perform oral sex. Mm-hmm. That's it. In That's the back, it. In the back of my Lincoln with the suicide doors. But and then he- uh, ju- just in case you don't know what 69 is, uh-huh. and it does seem at some points like maybe they don't know because it says <laughs> got me zooming all in this rain trying to find where you stay to put the 69 on you <laughs> um, but later on t-ping makes it clear he knows what it is he's an adult and he's 69 before and he'll do it again um when she was sucking on me well i was licking on her i got so into it i spreaded that booty so wide 
I can tell that she was with it by the look in her eyes. So he's got some sort of angle. Yeah. I don't know. Is there mirrors or is that some weird <laughs> reference to like her non eye orifices? Um, I don't know. Either way makes me kind of uncomfortable. Some people don't some people call buttholes like an eye or something. Yeah. The brown eye. Yeah. Great. The brown eyed girl. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's like an urban legend going around uh, about that song. Variously oh about God. anal sex and then also about there's like an urban legend saying that it used to be brown skin girl, but the record label wouldn't let him release it. So he changed it or whatever. I doubt any of that's true. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, 69, it's that really cool sex number that I love so well. Uh, that sexy, sexy numeral. And he, he's so explicit about it. I, yeah. there's like weird line, hit me on my hotline while I'm a slob on the nine. <laughs> oh my God. I think that's the visual. He's slobbing on the nine. Like he's the sixth part of that equation. Yeah. And uh, slob is just a really great, tasteful word to use there. <laughs> I mean, that's how you got to do it, though. Just got to hold back. Slob it up. <laughs> Woof. Also, I love that he phrases it as let's do a 69. Let's do one. Let's do one. <laughs> that, which definitely supports your thesis that he totally understands what it is. And he's not looking up what it is halfway through this song. Let's do a 420. And th- and then later on, it's further confused. I'm going to give it to you straight rub from front to back, shouty side to side. No? Yeah. I mean, I I guess you could... In- well, no. No. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, you could incorporate rubbing as part of your technique, I guess, but yeah. whatever. Yeah. It's... Un- he... he- what kind of car does T-Pain have? He keeps dropping not only the sizes of his rims, but the different brands. Brugham. This song itself features Cadillacs and Lincolns. No, it's just Lincolns. It says in the genius, lack, and, but he's definitely singing Lincoln. Oh, the first time. okay. Because he's saying Lincoln. Oh, the genius led me astray for the first time ever. Yeah. That's what that's what I think. Who's the I genius think now? The same car in this one. I wouldn't put it past him to <laughs> mention having sex in two two different instances of sex having in two different cars on the same highway. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. All these songs are happening at the same time. <laughs> They're sixty nine back seat while he buys you a drink in a time machine with a bartender wanna- committing suicide. Do you want to have a, a great time just uh, synopsizing this, this next track? Oh, my God. I don't even know. Okay, it's called Reggae Night. Oh, shit, T-Pain's in the motherfucking building! Man, fuck T-Pain. That nigga ain't shit. You're okay, T-Pain. Who the fuck is a T-Pain? I want them not to yell at our boy who him T-Pain. They don't know what's a T-Pain on the real bitch. I'm just saying, fuck T-Pain. My man got T-Pain money. Your man ain't got shit. Look what the That can't. That can't be a real Jamaican accent, is it? Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm hesitant to say that it that it can't in case that it actually is, but it just it seems like it's fake. I feel like I've heard an accent like that before. All right. I am not knowledgeable enough to say 
more than that, I think. It just seems, with the context clues, it just seems like it's a caricature. This, I think this uh, scene kind of verges toward caricature in a way that is a little unsettling. Xenophobia. Yeah, yeah. But it, it also is like, I think the whole reason it exists is to set up the next song, which features a Jamaican rapper slash singer. Um, yeah, but this is like a scene where these two women go to a club for reggae night and then like a Jamaican woman shoots at them or something. It's really yeah. unclear. She yells at them and I can't really understand what she's saying and that makes me feel bad and a little guilty, but she does have a very thick accent. Um, how, how dare you not, not be able to I have a hard time with accents, accents sometimes. I have a hard time with just speech in general. Like I, I watch movies with subtitles on and TV yeah. shows and everything. Um, yeah, so it's unclear. Is like this woman shooting at them? Is people at reggae night shooting at them? I don't know. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, not not much happens more than that. I mean, they complain about how much it costs to get into the club for reggae night. Yeah, yeah. So it, it, the whole thing just seems like they do not hold reggae night in high esteem. Right. Yeah, but I don't think they're also like necessarily held up as the paragons of what T Pain wants you to think either. Yeah. Yeah. True. Yeah. Um, shit, what was I going to say? Jokey oh. Boys sketch. Yeah, basically. Um, and Genius is missing a lot of the text, too. So it's hard to. I don't know. Whatever. I don't want to spend more time on it. Let's talk about the next song, Shadows. <laughs> So, according to the genius, that's T-Pain. I don't believe that. <laughs> I mean, where else would he be if not in that part? Is it in the verses? Really do a song. I mean, that is one of the verses, isn't it? Uh, isn't that the? I thought that that's the chorus. All right, it's unclear. I don't know if if it's him. He's affecting an accent. I think it's him, and he's affecting an accent. Okay. Yeah. But it really doesn't... I mean, it kind of sounds like him a little bit, but obviously not the way that he would... I think it's like he's... Is he affecting an accent or is this just like how you have to sing slash rap? I guess Jamaican rap to me sounds very, very tonal. Mm -hmm. Like very specifically more tonal than other rap traditions. But um, anyway, maybe in order to do that, you just... I don't know. He's definitely affecting an accent. So... Mm -hmm. Uh, this is like a, a, it's a braggadocious song about how, uh, you know, they're, they're violent. They got guns. They'll use violence to ensure their rap supremacy. Mm -hmm. So that's it. Yep. Um, there's, uh, guest rappers. There's Cham, Cam. It's Cam. Is that how it's pronounced? How do you know? What? I think it's, I think they mentioned it in one of the lyrics. Oh, Okay. Cam with an H, um, uh, and then Cardinal does a little bit. Cardinal I official. Know. I didn't take that many. Oh yeah, yeah. Cardinal yeah. official. I didn't. I didn't take too many notes on this. I wasn't very interested in this song. Yeah, it's kind of <clears throat> catchy, and the music is kind of fun. Um, 
I think, unless it's appropriative. I'm not really sure. I don't know how to judge it. I just am not knowledgeable enough. Um, but yeah, I didn't take a lot of notes on it. I have like, oh, there's more references to 850, which is the area code for Tallahassee. And right. T-Pain keeps talking about it. And then, yeah, they're, they've got guns and they'll use right. them. Approach if you want, but use your discretion. When I crush rappers' careers, they get left in a depression. Aw, that's sad. <laughs> it's, that sucks. Don't be a dummy, man. We making money, man. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of pom-poms in this song. Yeah, they're cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they're fans of Bring It On, the movie. Yeah. All right, so let's just go on to the next song. It's called Right Hand. So Right Hand, this is a song about jerking it so good. Uh... Oh wait, no, it's a, it's a confession song. And T-Pain is confessing to cheating on his SO. And I guess right hand refers to swearing with his hand up. And this is kind of a fucked up story because T-Pain sees a woman walking down the street with smeared makeup. He pulls over, she says... Presumably that, someone he's never met before. Yeah. Like that's- <laughs> yeah, that's it's weird. He pulls over, she says that her man beat her, and then T-Pain has this self-serving lyric, then I imagine she was you. And then... a. I guess presumably the he and that woman have sex and then he's confessing it to his SO. And, and he, he's also, he also says like that, like she, she got beat up, um, by her, by her man. Mm-hmm. So like, he's kind of like trying to like spin it. Like he was trying to take care of her. Yeah. She really needed someone to hold and not let go. Oh man. And then she looked into my eyes just like you do. And I imagine she was you a weird and bad story, huh? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's yeah, he comes up with like these kind of weird excuses and he's framing it in this very strange and It's like, oh, when you put it that way, I would have fucked her too. <laughs> <laughs> she just needed some loving. That's all. That's yeah. all. I was doing her a favor. I was doing you a favor and her a favor. I didn't want to. Yeah. I mean, he he also doesn't necessarily shy away from how shitty he's being. He does say, but you've been so good to me. How could I do this to you? And I never meant to hurt you. How yeah. can I prove it to you? Yeah. So I don't know. And then, uh, yeah, the song or the verse, the fuck chorus. That's the word. Uh, let me, you swear on his right hand. Um, baby, believe me when I say you don't want to find out the hard way. Wait, does that mean she's like pregnant or something? Mm, I think he's just saying like, you know, in case I thought I'd um, before the rumors spread and make their way around town. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So I think that's what he means. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's I mean, it's better than uh, Shaggy. It wasn't me. Yeah. Because I'm not trying to say that it was OK or that I didn't do it. Right. Uh, I I do like the just like how willfully obtuse Shaggy is in that song. He's just like, she just like clearly caught him and he's just like in the middle of fucking and he's just like, wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> You're in the bathroom with this other woman and having sex on the floor. Yeah. Wasn't me. <laughs> I was, uh, I was more amused by that before political leaders started doing that exact thing. Well, yeah. 
Yep. All right. So last song is called Sounds uh, Bad. <laughs> this is <a> very meta. <laughs> So T-Pain's trying to, like, reassure everyone that even though his situation, like, looks pathetic, he's laid on rent, his electricity is shut off, he doesn't have any food to eat, he has no motivation, uh, he's actually doing fantastic. But he doesn't really back up the claim. It's he the best just, day of his life. Yeah. Why? Who knows? Yeah, he mostly just draws attention to his expensive clothes um, and then talks about smoking an impossible amount of weed. <laughs> Uh, he r- literally rolls up an entire newspaper with, with weed. Oh, it sounds it. like Cheech and Chong over here. Yeah, love that weed humor. Yeah, um, kind. But yeah, and then he says Frigidator. I love that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. So, um, Frigidator, I hardly know her. Got the whole house running um, on the generator. No good food in my Frigidator. Yeah. Frigid. Oh, you just made that joke. Never mind. <laughs> no, go ahead. You started it. Uh, Finish it. Frigidator. I swiped left. <laughs> that's the bad one, right? <laughs> Wait, is it left or right? That's the. I don't know. Uh, did they not have Tinder um, when you, when you and Rachel got together? No, it was it was very close after we got together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah, I don't really know what this song is. I have no idea. He Why says, is it the best de- day of his life? I want to dedicate this to my struggling bro. Keep pushing on, keep pushing on. So, like, I, it seems... I can't tell how, how ironic it's supposed to be. Is d- Does he really mean, like, don't worry about me, everything's great? Or is is it just sort of like a... Is it a song about trying to front that everything's okay? I don't it's know. it's obviously not... It's very unclear. Who knows? Who knows? Not Does me. Does T-Pain even know? I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the last song on this album. That's it. That's all. I mean, yep. I was going to say that's all there is, Did but they're 17. Uh, no. How about you? Um, I got nothing. Not even a joke about epiphanies. No. Yeah. I set you up for one, and I was going to let you do one. <laughs> I lobbed it back to you. Yeah. We're just, just yes anding each other. Spiked to the ground on yeah. my own side. <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Earning all those ball points. Yeah. Any final thoughts closing out this album? Or are you just tired and want to go to sleep? Nah, I wish I could go to sleep. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, the good news is you can. Never. Never? Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's close this out. Uh, listeners, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email.boxset.website. Tweet us at podcast. Please write us a review on iTunes and give us Please. money at support.boxset.website. And also listen to Cameron's other podcast, Get Up in the Cool. And while you're at it, you can also uh, write me a reference for LinkedIn. Or it's, I don't know. Do me some other favors. Paint my house. <laughs> Clean my living room. We're always asking you for favors. Yeah. Yep. 
All right. the least you can do. Yeah. In oh, oh, here's a question. So the next album has a uh, preceding mixtape oh, to yeah, it. Yeah, 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 we yeah, have yeah. three rings preceded by pre-rings. Do you want to talk about pre-rings first or do you want to just go into three rings? Is it available on uh, We could find it somewhere. I don't think it's on Spotify. Okay. Out. Uh, yeah, how many mixtapes are there? I think, did you find three? There's five, but I think maybe a good heuristic to guide us might be to only talk about the ones that are in the Wikipedia navigation or have their own okay. separate Wikipedia articles. So that would be Prevolver, Stoic, and T. Wayne. How does that sound? Yeah, sure. So Let's that, do that. That adds three weeks to our to pain. That's fine. It will still only be eight. It will be as yeah. long as season three. Yeah. So I'm down with that. Okay. So yeah, we'll talk about three rings next week, and then Prevolver, Revolver, I guess. Stoic. Revolver. Stoic. Uh, yeah. Stoic, then Oblivion, then T Wayne. I don't know, something like that. Um. Oh wait, T Wayne was re- recorded in 2009. Ooh, is that what we should do next then? I don't know. Should we know. do it by release? Let's do it by release. Yeah, that makes sense. And T okay. Wayne is uh it's really short. It's less than thirty minutes long. That might be a good Whoa. last uh album to close out on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt and face down ass up, that's the way I like to nap. And I'm I've been Cameron DeWitt and now we call it sex gravy. <laughs> Gross. I'm Nathan Hunt, and I'm going to sex around you. I'm Cameron DeWitt, and uh, you're my brown-eyed girl. Wink. Don't wink that brown eye at me. I had a coffee and a beer. Oh, together? Uh Uh-huh. I think they called it a Boilermaker. (laughs) Was the coffee the chaser, I guess? Yeah. Was it a shot? No, it was the other way around. That is? Oh. (laughs) Okay. I had a I had an iced coffee and and then I just just now took the last sip of beer. Ice coffee, huh? Yeah. Supporting our domestic uh, Gestapo, aren't you? I don't get it. I think we should disband ice and their coffee. It's the stupidest joke you've ever made. It really is. Uh, Politics. That's what this show is about. I'm going to take my shirt off. Ooh, yes, please. So I have to take my headphones out so I can't hear whatever you're about to say. Oh, I'm going to say something really good. Okay. Here we go. The Iceman cometh. Just hearing about that. Ice to meet you. Ah, ha, 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 ha. He, 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 he.